It's good to be back. We did it. We're back. And better than ever. Take it away. (laughs) Hello. Hi. Hi. Welcome to We Used to Be Teens, your favourite teen show reassessment podcast, coming out on a bi-weekly basis, currently watching season one of The O.C. Uh, Welcome to our first show of 2017, listeners. Um, I've had a delightful Christmas break. How about you, Bryony and and Cal? We're not even in the same room anymore, listeners. (laughs) Um, That's one thing that's happened in 2017 so far, is we've, we've transcended our physical forms. And we now live in a sort of cyberspace called Zencaster. My year is definitely improved as a result. Quite My a body was just holding me back, if anything. Oh, it is a bit weird not having a physical body anymore. Mm. There's something on this on this uh, program we're using to record, which has got different like music stings that you can add. <laughs> um, so here's one of them. Oh, I love it. <laughs> welcome, to we- welcome to the podcast, everyone. <laughs> who are you people? What do you mean? You know who we are. But do the listeners know who you are? <laughs> I'm pretty sure they do if they've stuck with us this long. Okay, well, if you don't, if you're joining us for the first <laughs> time, <laughs> which is possible, uh, my name is Josh and I'm now a 28-year-old teen, which happened over the Christmas break. <laughs> Uh, a long my, Christmas break. My name's Cal, and I am—I continue to be a twenty-eight-year-old teen. Nothing happened over the Christmas break. I continue just to be twenty-eight. It's a great age. I'm enjoying it so far. Uh, and I'm a twenty-one-year-old teen. Oh, oh no! Big yeah, things happened over the Christmas break for Bryony. Really big, yeah. Time <laughs> are you still in uni? Uh, yeah. What are you studying? Yes. What's your major? <laughs> uh, sociology. Nice. Yeah, why not? What have you learned so far? Uh, just that society's, you know, like crumbling. It's also that democracy is bad. Oh, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think we've all discovered that recently. Oh, satire. <laughs> You're listening to Radio 4. Her. So we're oh. here to talk about the OC, aren't we? Yes. <laughs> Are we? We're giving the people what they want, right? Which is the OC. Which is tap. very specific reviews and analysis of... Uh, episodes of the oc which aren't actually available anywhere to watch currently on any streaming services so as long as that one person who's listening has a copy of the dvd (laughs) and is happy to watch one episode maybe every three months along with us (laughs) then this is the perfect watch along podcast yeah we like to set that entry level just as easy as possible no barrier to entry get straight in although you can get the one place you can definitely get the OC on DVD is every charity shop. That is true. I've walked down from Stoke Newington all the way down to Shoreditch. We popped into every charity shop on the way down because I was looking for the DVD of the faculty. <gasps> and um, We talked about the faculty. I know. I finally got it. I went to the cinema three times to see it. Three is that why times. you became a teacher? Also why I became an alien. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what this film could be about other than maybe aliens at a university. Teacher aliens. But yeah, and in every single charity shop, I found at least one season of The O.C., including in one of the charity shops, a version of it on DVD from France, where it was just called Newport Beach. (coughs) We've just watched episode 13. (laughs) Have we? Have we just watched it? We're up to 13 now. Well, I have. I mean, I I watched it over over that long Christmas break. Over the Christmas break. Yeah, that was a long amazing. Christmas break, wasn't it? It felt like it felt really long. 
Well, that's good, isn't it? You know, it's nice that um, podcasts give us that much time off over the Christmas <laughs> break to spend time with our loved ones. Really good, like, benefits package. Really good podcasts. benefits package. A lot of freedom. Um, but yeah, in this episode, so in the last episode, it was New Year's Eve. In the last episode, it was New Year's Eve, and all that stuff went down, where Ryan ran across the whole of L.A., in five minutes to go and kiss Marissa. And he pressed the button for the lift like a hundred times and then yeah, yeah. immediately ran up a hundred stairs. Well, this episode is like the fallout of that where Ryan and Marissa are having a good time, but Marissa wants to hang out with Oliver. Uh, and they decide to go to a Rooney concert. When he was talking about Rooney, I was like, are you talking about Mara Rooney? Yes, Mara Rooney. <laughs> no, it wasn't that. It was the band from the 90s. Well, the 2000s. Who are part of the larger Coppola family? Did you know that, listeners? Sophia what? Coppola and Francis Coppola are both in room. No. Is that what? Oh. One of the Schwartzmans. Are they part of the Coppola family? Yeah, yeah. So, oh. so Jason Schwartzman is, is who was the drummer for Phantom Planet, who sing the song California. So he's already drumming on the soundtrack. Robert right. Schwartzman is his brother who plays in Rooney, is the lead singer of Rooney. And they're cousins. <laughs> With Nicolas Cage, Sophia Coppola, who are oh, their mum is Talia Shire, who plays Adrian in Rocky. Why do you know all of this? Because I'm I love knowledge. the Coppola family tree. It's just amazing. <laughs> just everyone you've ever heard of is in it. Uh, when you drop your uh, Coppola knowledge, do you say cop a lot of this, <laughs> guys? No, but I can get a bit cagey. What? <laughs> Nicolas Cage is in it. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good joke. Good. Wait, Nicolas Cage is part of the Coppola family as well? Yes. Why, why would I know that? Name, I said it earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I got lost in the Schwartzman. Talking about men that we don't want to hear any more of, Seth Watch. Oh, what's he done now? Seth, right in the beginning of this episode, uses the phrase pussy whipped sincerely. Okay, I will and admit that, that one is a bit Surely if anyone's pussy gross. whipped, it would be him, wouldn't it? Because like, he would do anything for some clunge <laughs> <laughs> you do anything for that sweet sweet puss puss oh <laughs> yeah he's just so gross he he's is just worst. the most problematic person but it and it grosses me out because i know when i was that like when i was a teen <laughs> we used to be you're listening to we used to be teens nice um i would have loved him so much and now i'm like what were you thinking Bryony? even though i didn't ever watch it when i was a teen but i just know that i would have been obsessed with him You've got him. Why is it whipping anyway? <laughs> but it just makes me imagine like something coming out of a vagina, like a, a long kind of Bulbasaur sort of <laughs> plant string thing and like whipping them. Like, like reverse devil's... tentacle porn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, basically. Like the thing in, in your favourite movie, Starship Troopers, that has that like t- thing that comes out of its weird face vagina it's and injects into the guy's head. Yeah. Yeah, so that's what I, I get a visual of in my mind. Anytime someone says pussy whipped, it's not great. <laughs> not great here in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, what else does he do? Oh, yeah. So later on in the bar, um, so he goes to this gig. They go and see Rooney. And Seth isn't getting served by the barman. And he starts getting very annoyed. And then when he finally gets served, he throws the money into his face. Have you ever <coughs> got annoyed at a barman and just thrown the money in their face? Uh, yes. Yeah, that does sound about right. Actually, I paid for it in two peas. I reckon, because Josh, you're a very tall man. I am a very tall man, yeah. I, in my mind, I imagine that you have a 
good time getting served at a bar. Like you just go to the bar and they see you because you're t- two heads above everyone. Mm. Is it easier for you to get served at a bar than Cal, who is a relatively short man compared to you? I mean, no. you can just shower the, the the pennies onto the barman's head. <laughs> I have to throw them. I have to throw them upwards. <laughs> and get them into like the throat area. <laughs> um, no, I wouldn't say that I have like. I think at uni I had a particularly bad time getting served because I looked like such a cunt. Because <laughs> I had swooshy hair and I wore those t-shirts that you don't really see anymore. That was that sort of like there were t-shirts, but they have buttons going down like a Y cut neck. Oh, I'm. I think I might be. Yeah, I'm wearing one right now. <laughs> yeah, that's. Uh, I think you're talking about a granddad shirt. Yeah, but they were like neon because it was new rave time. Again, yeah, <laughs> wearing that right now. Uh, That's my attire. <laughs> so but yeah, basically, I look like I look like Cal. So no, I never used to get served. <laughs> yeah, but I'm cute, oh. so I had no problem getting served at university. Oh, yeah. The bar people are just like, what are those little hands just clinging onto the edge <laughs> of the bar? You <laughs> <laughs> must they be thirsty after that. They hear a voice and they look down. And there's no one there. <laughs> they just see a little note waving above the the lip of the bar. They just they feel like a little laser flash them in the eye, and you've got one of those little pointers. <laughs> sir, sir. <laughs> sir, can I have one pint, please? Half. Steady on. But yeah, I think that's pretty much all I got for Seth Watch for this time. Can I tell you a secret? Yeah. I don't actually remember watching this episode at all. <laughs> didn't watch this episode, did you? That's why. <laughs> I love that. I did watch it, but it was so long ago that I'm only remembering it as Josh talks about it. I'm like, oh yeah, I do remember him going to the bar. I remember <laughs> him being bummed out about stuff. And I'm sure as you continue, I'll remember some more. <laughs> so Josh, you're really carrying this whole episode. Oh, when, did, no. when did you watch it? Half? When did I watch it? Yeah. This morning. Okay, well, you've got no excuse then. I've got some notes, um, like th- this whole episode. What what interested me the most? Two things were Luke and his journey um, into becoming the dog from Up, and <laughs> and just Rooney, Rooney being a thing. I don't remember them. Like no, <laughs> who are they? They had like I don't even I can't even name a song of that. You know, it's not um, like you're so shaking. Is that, that's one of their songs. They did a song called Shakin', right? Yeah, that is one of their songs. Yeah, and they're only famous because of the OC, I think. And I think my brother went to go and see them play. And right. it was literally just to do that one song. And everyone went, do that one song from the OC. And they played it. And then everyone went home. <laughs> that's my housemate went to see them in Eastbourne off the back of the OC. Were the Coppolas heavily promoting them as well at the time? Can anyone I was going to say, maybe it's one of those things, like maybe... Josh Schwartz was like, oh, I really need some funding. And, and one of the Copplers was like, oh, I'll, I'll sort you out. One condition, though. <laughs> Can you please make one whole episode just about how good, just how good my nephew's band is? I mean, there's a whole scene in Apocalypse Now which just swings, it like slowly pans across the, the war zone and then Rooney <laughs> are just on the stage playing, <laughs> playing their one song. I love the smell of shaking in the napalm. Yep. <laughs> Bryony, can you play a cool joke sound? Oh, let's see what we've got. We've got uh, drums. 
<laughs> that was actually exactly perfect. That sounds Ideal. like you just punched a giant into a symbol. I think after oh, everything oh. Josh says now, we just get that little drum. I can do it whenever I like. Just be ready. Uh, the other thing that happened is Sandy, when discussing Rooney with Seth and saying, oh, you're going off to your first gig. First off, Seth is supposed to be really into music. This is his first gig. 16, 17, which to me seems a bit ridiculous. Yeah, but when would he have gone with his parents? I guess that's true because he doesn't have any friends, does he? I don't know if Morrissey plays the bait shack or what is it, the bait shop? (laughs) The bait shop. The crab shack. The crab shop. Lobster hut. (laughs) Morrissey wouldn't play at Crustacean Cottage. (laughs) He'd be like, this is murder. Well, that's the problem. That's why he hasn't you been invited me to a shack made out of crabs. <laughs> this is the one place I didn't want to go. This is the one place I didn't want to go. <laughs> Would I buy your crabs? Would be the worst STI to get. <laughs> He's just a fake fan of anything he pretends he likes. He doesn't fucking know anything about it. He is a fake fan, which also takes me back to there's a bit where Luke and Seth are playing Dynasty Warriors. And Luke turns to Seth and is like, oh, look, I just ripped out that guy's spine. That does not happen in Dynasty Warriors, listeners. <laughs> Maybe they've got a special Coppola-only version. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, OC. Original Coppola. Nice. <laughs> yeah? Um, I think we've blown this wide open because you've got one Coppola on the main soundtrack, yeah. the theme song. You've got this whole episode about Rooney. Where does it go? Where does it end? <laughs> okay, so that's two it's things. The whole family copplers? Maybe this whole thing is a re- like, what's the, the guy from Neighbours? He's supposed to be like the head honcho coppler. <gasps> it's all like, a, it's actually a biopic series about the family. I wish we knew a bit more about the copplers. I wish one of us was like a real coppler expert <laughs> who can really just delve deeply into this. All right, I'm on it. Yes. Did you guys know, I'm looking at Wikipedia, mm. um, and Rooney are still making music. Are they? Are they still touring <laughs> yeah. that one song? In March, on March the 4th last year, there was a new Rooney single called My Heart Beats For You with the number four and the letter U. In brackets, still shaken. <laughs> so what happens? They go to that gig. Seth has a bad time because he's an idiot. Seth then- has a good time. Does he have yeah, a bad time? Nah, because him and Anna have started dating. But and the whole episode, okay. their whole character, their whole arc for the episode is they're trying to tell Summer that they're dating, and they can't think of a good time because they keep bonding with her. Like Anna and Summer realize they both love the Golden Girls, which I didn't really realize was like a big thing. I always get the Golden Girls confused with Gilmore. Girls. No wait, G- Gilmore. G- I've done it again. Which one's which? <laughs> There's one with old ladies That's and one Golden with. Girls. Golden Girls, and then one is slightly less old ladies, which is one's the young, other one. One's a young lady. <laughs> and then which is the one that is featured in this? The Golden Girls. The Golden Girls. Gotcha. Thanks. <laughs> and then which Coppola is in that? Um, oh, Jesus. <laughs> Derek. Derek Bruce, Coppola. Bruce Coppola. Yeah, but this Coppola is actually part of the um, Apple Juice Magnet family. <laughs> what? Oh. Oh, like Coppella. Yes. 
Oh, that was the thing. Where's the uh, drum beat? Where's the drum sound? <laughs> Painful. Uh, the worst. <laughs> that happens. Oliver is slowly sort of wrapping Marissa around his little finger by playing on the whole, oh, I've got a long distance girlfriend and she doesn't like me that much. And he... So Oliver was the creepy kid who Marissa met a few episodes before this yeah. in therapist's office oh didn't we decide that he had a, a phobia of doors yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah yep luckily this, no, no doors on this well that happens in this again because um let's step back to reality Ooh, there goes gravity they're listening to Rini in oliver's flat because oliver has ordered too much moroccan food and so the whole gang go over to eat some which is a common problem i think you'll agree listeners i do do that so, all the time yeah you just get too much shawarma is that what moroccan is that's not moroccan Couscous? Tagine. You've ordered too much tagine. Uh, but, you, but nobody orders so much that it's like, oh, I weren't meant to get food for one person. I guess this is actually enough for, what, seven people that end up there? I think, I think <laughs> you're missing the, the vital piece of information here, which is that he did it deliberately. Wait, are you saying that this guy is a bad guy? No, I think that's... I, I, I wouldn't say that at this stage. I, <laughs> I think if, if he ordered too much food and invited everyone out round to eat the food, I think that's quite a nice thing, isn't it? Wouldn't you say that's a nice thing to do? Well, he didn't actually invite anyone round. I'd say that at this point, it just means that he um, his eyes are a lot bigger than his stomach and he's uh, leading to the rapid environmental degradation that we see in our current time caused by food wastage. So yes, um, he is a buddy. So he's inconsiderate at worst at the moment. But yes, yeah, so he invites everyone round. They're listening to Rooney and Luke is like, oh, I love this song. It's really good because he's an idiot, which is expanded upon throughout this entire episode is, is how Luke just loses IQ and becomes basically a walking dog from up. <laughs> Who does he love, though? Everyone. He just has a zest for life now, um, now that he's a loser. He's sort of been set free because all the jocks are like slashing his ties because he's got a gay dad. So he's allowed to be himself, which turns out is an absolute like doofus who can't do anything and when he gets to the Rooney gig he just stands there screaming Rooney over and over again <laughs> you know Play what I got completely confused just now and I was thinking that you were talking about Seth no. but no you're talking about Luke the guy that was Marissa's boyfriend originally yes and he's got a gay dad okay yeah now I remember him now they're all hanging out now I do feel so- sorry for him maybe he's got like some kind of lasting effects from the violent football games that he plays Oh, and the time he true. got shot. Oh, yeah. He also gets shot, so maybe he's got lead poisoning. It was one of uh, those bullets that makes you thick. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they're talking about the music and they love Rooney. And then Oliver's like, oh, I saw them live last year. They're really good. You should see them. And Seth's like, oh, yeah, but the gig is sold out. And he's like, I'll call their manager. Because Oliver apparently knows Rooney's manager. And this whole time, Ryan is like, this is bullshit. It's absolute bullshit. He's showing off to steal my girlfriend. So they go off to the gig. And surprise, surprise, they're not on the guest list. But they go around the back to go get their car or whatever. And Oliver's there and he's like, oh, I thought I said the back door. Which doesn't really have a door. It's more of a gate. So maybe he is afraid of doors. (laughs) (laughs) And that's why he was like, oh, I thought it was assumed I meant the gate at the back. Don't you know about my door thing? Why would I ever (laughs) take it? (laughs) So that happens. And then over over the course of the gig, Oliver gets jealous of Marissa and Ryan 
and decides to order three grams of coke, which he does by screaming into a phone, you better be here quick and it better be good. Which I don't know if any of you at home have ever bought drugs, listeners, but that is not the way you talk to a dealer. <laughs> also, yeah. aren't they, how are they supposed to be 15? Like, how is he, like, even if he is taking coke, he's not going to know how good or bad it is, is he? No! He's not going to be a, like one of those people that knows about okay. yeah a connoisseur. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what, the, what is the word? I mean, it could just be icing sugar for all he knows. It yeah, better be minty. Like, the first time he did it, it was just some, yeah icing sugar, and he was like, mm, sweet, I love it. And then <laughs> next time, it was actually real coke. He was like, I hate this. So that was bad. He ends up getting arrested. Ryan bails him out, which is a first. Yeah, it's what incredible. was the hardest drug you were doing age sixteen? Does Total War count? <laughs> it was probably that just just playing that on the pc i guess because you can get pretty it's blitzed. pretty addictive I'll tell you that and it's a stimulant guys <laughs> isn't it a simulant <gasps> drum briny <laughs> <laughs> oh sorry shit oh my god <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna become like a feature of all the next Drum, drum, come on, drum! <laughs> in like a, a thirty-second delay. <laughs> ah! uh, well, Briny, Briny, drugs, drugs. Uh, well, Let's get real. Here. I guess I was about sixteen, maybe, maybe older though. Um, me and my friends maybe tried a little bit of the that sweet, sweet gange. <laughs> that dank, dank. Oh, <laughs> that loud. And then, yeah. But not, not a lot, and that was it. I mean, come on, we were we were children. Yeah. <laughs> like, and we wouldn't have even known anyone that would know how to get coke. Exactly, let alone like, do it. Though, that's the two least believable things about this. Is he's sixteen? So, a, how does he know how to get in contact with like a professional drug dealer? One with a degree. And also, how does he have the confidence to shout at a drug dealer? I mean, Just... isn't, I think the customer's always right, though, isn't he? And isn't it? <laughs> mm, yes, I suppose that's true. I don't know if they cover that at drug dealer training. <laughs> I guess it's just it's just a symptom of how you know his his level of privilege. Because mm. even amongst all these incredibly privileged people, which everyone in the show except for Ryan is, he's even higher than them, and is just therefore such a dick. That's you true. know he's he is the kind of person that well like Seth did. He would throw money at someone's face. <laughs> Whereas yes. Ryan, when he's ordering his cocaine over the phone, would be just a darling. Yeah, he's so <laughs> dreadfully polite. So does he, he... Wasn't the end like a big thing of like he saw him doing a drug deal? Well, no, he gets... Um, Ryan Can goes out. That? I love and... that this podcast has just become us reading from Wikipedia synopses <laughs> of the episode. <laughs> Ryan goes out and he sees, he sees someone assaulting Oliver and he's like, hey, what are you doing? And he's about to pull out the Ryan punch face. Um, but then the guy's like, oh, I'm a cop. This guy tried to buy three grams of Coke off me, which is a very weird amount of Coke to buy. Is it? Yeah, because... Is it a lot or not very much? Well... I guess here we do it in pounds and ounces. Yeah, that's true. Well, after Brexit, we will. Finally. Finally. Yeah, but they would do... Isn't it? Oh, yeah, shit, it's grams. But I didn't think that Americans used grams. They use pounds and ounces. Well, unless I think it's for drugs, drugs they've, it's all standardised now, isn't it? Because it was getting a bit all in metric. But yeah, then he goes to prison. Sand, uh, Ryan calls Sandy and is like, help, it's, I'm in prison, but it's not me this time. I'm on the right <laughs> side of the glass this time, Sandy. 
And then he forces Oliver to tell Marissa why he's in prison. He gets out. And then the last shot is all the kids, apart from Oliver, having a fun time playing Dynasty Warriors and having a good time (laughs) eating some pizza. And Oliver just standing outside their window watching them. Where's that sinister music? Sinister music, Bryony. Wait, I don't have sinister music. I've got this. (laughs) (laughs) That's sinister in its own way. And Oliver's outside watching through their window. (laughs) (laughs) Life is good. Um, Yeah, and that's basically where we leave it. Uh, which again is fun because, as we've covered before, Oliver lives like an hour and a half away. So he'd have had to drive an hour and a half from his flat over to their house to watch them through a window. He, I feel like something bad's going to happen with him. We'll have to wait and see what the next Wikipedia synopsis tells us. <laughs> we could just do it through <laughs> and not watch them anymore. <laughs> uh, my favourite quote from this episode was from Kirsten. Kirsten. And she said, what if Rooney are death metal Satan-worshipping speed freaks? That was a concern in 2003. I can't imagine listening to Rooney's music and being, like, worried. Being like, oh, shit, this is definitely a music for heroin and PCP. Sandy, Sandy, they're speed freaks. (laughs) What is a speed freak? I don't know. Do they mean, like, speed, Or do they just like to drive fast? Well, I think that about wraps it up for this. I I can hear someone fiddling. Uh, well, I'm oh, fiddling. Brian is fiddling. I think we've all got to the point where we just fiddle. <laughs> yeah, I'm just here, like, just a little rustle. Russell, what are you doing here? Fucking hell. <laughs> well, yeah, thank you so yeah. much for joining us, listeners, after our small Christmas hiatus. <laughs> just a few days. It's a couple of days just to, you know, get over those mince pies. I'm going to recharge. New Year, new us. New Year, no us, I think was yeah. how it was. <laughs> So far, yes, but now in April we are back. <laughs> so that's good. We'll be coming back hopefully more regularly. Yes, yes, we will. <laughs> I feel like you guys are going to take me to the to the adoption place or something. <laughs> oh, you've got. We've got to go to the. We're going to the park today. As you drive past the park and go to the vet, <laughs> Brian, we're going to take you somewhere wonderful. You're going to love it. Going to a farm, you can frolic free. Everyone's happy there. There's no, <laughs> there's no pain anymore. Don't worry, listeners. We're not going to euthanize Bryony. <laughs> Why would we? She's the heart and Thank soul goodness. of the podcast. That, that is true. As his dog fan. Thank you. <laughs> Dave for Cal. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for joining us again. Uh, we are. We used to be teens. You can find us on Facebook. At We Used To Be Teens. You can find us on Twitter at We Used To Be Teens. Is that our handle on, po- on Twitter? <laughs> I was I just mean, thinking, been, I'm not sure. It's been so long. I think it is. I'm <laughs> just search sure. We Used To Be Teens. You You'll can find, find us. Uh, my name has been Josh, and you can find me on Twitter at Papsby, P A P S B Y. My name's Cal, and you can find me on Twitter at My Name Is Cal, M Y N A M E I S C A L. Nice. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me at Bryony Cloud, B R Y O N Y C L O U D, on Twitter. I love it. Ah, oh, well, I can't believe we've done it. It's good to be back. We did it. We're back and better than ever. Yeah. Take it away. <laughs>
Bye. Bye. Bye.